Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. Schaefer. And I'm Leah Bross. And this is Movie Virgins, a weekly discussion of our first times with movies. Each week one of us is re-watching the film, if you could call it that, and the other is seeing it for the first time. This week we watched Spring Breakers, mm-hmm. and I could not be more excited to have this conversation. I saw this movie probably around the time that it came out, maybe a couple years after it was streaming on like a Netflix or whatever. Because it came out, it was released March 22nd of 2013. So, at spring break time. Hmm. And I turned it on. I really like James Franco and I'll I'll most of the time want to watch anything that he does. Can't say that I've seen everything that he does. But for whatever reason, this this one struck me. Hmm. And that first time was so amazing was it were you expecting something when you watched it or did you go in like what why why did you want to watch this I guess is I think it just felt like something I would like you know it had so I I didn't I sort of you're a big fan of like young TNA (laughs) is that what you really like I love TNA um I was interested that Vanessa Hudgens and Selena Gomez especially Vanessa Hudgens seem to be going against this kind of good girl persona from the Disney Channel. Why does that interest you? That's what every single person from the Disney Channel does. I know, but whatever. Okay. Um and again Franco doing something really wild and it was he fully delivered. They've mm-hmm. all really delivered in my in in my and I did like what I wrote down when I was thinking about it the first time the Britney Spears dance scene. Where he plays every time and they dance around with automatic weapons and... You enjoyed that. I was obsessed. Why? Uh, Franco's performance. Everything Franco did, everything Franco said, I was on board. Uh, Hudgens, I thought, brought her a game. Mm. The gun blowjob. Mm-hmm. One of the best things I've ever seen in a movie. Just magnificent. And at the end of it was like, what the fuck did I just watch? But then watching it again... This time, I was like, I honestly kind of love this movie. Hmm. I think it's beautiful, but very disturbing. And I get juiced up about I You might say that I'm jacked up on Jesus about this movie. I don't, like, I just, I, it's so, I, I just, like, my brain was racing. I had all these thoughts watching it again. Like, why does Spring Break even exist? Is it, like, this thing that people do? It's a room springer. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, we're, we're we're surrounded by this puritanical bullshit, so the kids go crazy every year at springtime? Here's the problem I have with that. Uh, we're really not surrounded by that much puritanical bullshit. I feel like these kids are just spoiled, rotten little bitches who want an excuse to just stand around and flaunt their shit Tear and do shit a bunch up. of drugs and drink for a week and be Tear nasty, horrible little hooligans. So, and so, so I get, yeah, the message in this film Mm. is not exactly, because I was thinking more about, um, it's about finding yourself, right? (laughs) 
and the way that they so talk about Florida. Great people. Grandma, you can come back with me next year. This oh, the other thing I thought watching it the second time around was oh, Selena Gomez now. Selena Gomez now. No what? She was missed. This not a good performance by her at all. Are you shitting me right now? There is one actual performance in this entire movie, and that's like a fucking drugged out <laughs> hallucination of whatever the fuck it is that James Franco did, which I'm not saying wasn't a good performance of whatever the fuck this was, but that's the only actual performance. And then otherwise you have girls looking like fucking whores and acting like fucking whores. So if they want to look and act like whores, they should go ahead and do it. I'm not saying they shouldn't. If that's how they want to run their careers, yes, that's, that's fine. That's, that's do whatever they, the that, fuck you do want. Do what you want to do. I do, there was, and I was actually reading... And I do think this movie took it a step too far. Do you want to know what my first note is? And this is a note that I gave after the first 30 seconds in which I was already done. The overt, overdone extreme sexuality just feels really desperate to me and therefore inherently gross and unattractive. (laughs) And that is exactly how I feel about pretty much anyone on spring break ever. If you want to be... It's not about... How do I frame this? It, it, just like I said, it feels desperate to me. In that setting, in that situation, in that scenario, to just walk around and, you, you know, have your boobs fly out, whatever. Mm-hmm. You do whatever the fuck you want. If you enjoy it, that's fine. But it feels gross and desperate to me. That's not, that's not what I think of as exhibitionism. It's not what I think of as being free. I don't think you're being free. I think you're just drunk and high and don't give a fuck and are probably going to be regret being so free and stupid later anyway and i just there's no fucking point what is the point what is the point if the only way that you can feel good about yourself or the only way that you can feel free or the only way you think you can find yourself is to go hang out with a bunch of drunk horny assholes what is the fucking wrong with you so and then there's the violence aspect obviously i think the violence is the part that bothers me the most and i hadn't it really didn't click with me. And watching it again, it was... And I think I was disturbed by it the first time, but it, the overt sexuality kind of covered over some of the violent stuff. But I do remember really being bothered by the crimes being committed by those women. Like, to get to spring break, they commit a crime. Yeah. You know is, what else really bothered me? When Selena Gomez was like, I know you guys did something bad, but I'm just so glad you did this because now we're here and we can find ourselves. Yeah. And then later they get arrested and she says, because I have a note about this too. She said, um, oh my God, I have so many random. (laughs) Um, She said something like, we didn't even do anything wrong. And uh, the reason I know she said something to that effect is because what I wrote down is, you didn't do anything wrong, you dumb cunt. You literally did everything wrong. (laughs) Right, yeah, they're making a lot of bad choices, sure. But I guess, so So the the violence, and then, like, every time we switch scenes, we get the sound of a gun being, you know, cocked or whatever, and then there's this, they're, they're the uh, Brit and Candy are walking around with, like, fake, like, making guns with their hands. And That whole thing in the parking lot where they're like, and then we were like, get, get down on, on the floor, knees. motherfucker. Yeah, like, I just wanted to beat the shit out of all of them. Those girls seemed a little bit disturbed. Like, they had some... But they... It, felt so so poserish um like well yeah like just want to be gangster bullshit Mm -hmm. that's what made me mad like i see people like that and it truly makes me want to just break their fucking skulls 
And don't get me wrong, I have a real temper problem. I, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I'm in the right for wanting to <laughs> react in a violent manner, but what I mean is like there's a difference between somebody being violent because they inherently are that mm-hmm. way because there's perhaps some sort of personality disorder or something, or somebody being violent because they were driven to it because of how they were raised or whatever other variety of reasons, or somebody being violent because they have no choice because their life is being threatened or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not saying that... You know, I don't understand all the multitude of reasons for Why violence. somebody might act that way. Right. Or that I haven't behaved in a very violent manner myself right. for certain reasons. But, the, but one this- that, the one that makes me fucking crazy are the people who just think it's cool and just do it because they think it's cool. And that mm. was the vibe I got from these girls and from the James Franco character too, is that it just seemed cool. And here's one way to know. If the person who is speaking and behaving in a certain way is actually a fucking poser. If somebody says to you that Scarface is the best movie ever. (laughs) If somebody has a Scarface poster on their wall, they are a fucking poser. So you're saying these guys are just a bunch of Fredos. I know I just mixed up my No, yeah. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) But I guess... So... Poser trash, yeah. to be clear. The, the way that they behaved, there's obviously something going on. And at the end of the movie, they kind of try to bring it back to their, they're like, they found themselves on yeah. spring break or something like that. So like underneath, maybe there's something. And you know what I was thinking when I was watching it last too, it was kind of reminded me of, um, have you seen Gus Van Zandt's Elephant? No. I, I know it and I know oh. it got great reviews or whatever, but intense, no, I haven't seen it. Intense, intense. Yeah. So this is way feel like more campy in a way like Mm -hmm. they're making fun of this kind of culture in a way so I think that was part of the problem I had with the movie as a whole is it didn't really feel campy it felt like it was actually buying into it and not making fun of it Mm -hmm. and I could have played along if we were making fun but it felt like it was taking the shit seriously and that's why it it, it does and I'm not on board with that because I don't take any of that shit seriously and yet you're not giving me the room to laugh about it, really. So yeah. I'm out. <laughs> so, and it paints this, so when you, when it opens up, and, it, and I guess I'm really bothered by that, like, immediate take of, they're just a bunch of horrors out there with their tits out. Because, like, if women want to do that, fucking go do it. Like, you do it however you want to do it. Because I'm not saying don't do what you want to yeah. do. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. You just wouldn't but make you understand. I need you to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And what bothers me with young women doing this is I don't think they ever think about it or understand why they're but, doing it. But do the young men think about it? Or yeah, they like, think about getting laid. So why can't the young women think about getting laid? I don't laid? think that's what they're thinking about, though. I think they're thinking about know. getting attention. I don't know. Maybe they There's are. a difference between... There's just... Like, I gotta tell you, at that age, my hormones were raging. Like... Okay. Like and I would I, you so would you have done that because you wanted to get laid or would you have done that just because you want people to give you affirmative so attention? Maybe I want the attention. Who cares? You don't see that as being an issue if you're only getting attention for your body. I think that if I want to get attention that way, I should get to get attention that way. Like, I'm not barring you from doing yeah, anything. But, I'm saying, do you think that that is right for you? Do you think that that would benefit you in the future to know that or to feel that the only way that you can get attention? Is if you bare your breasts and get attention for being physically attractive. So. Or if the end game for that attention is just to get fucked. To get. Or in this instance, to get fucked and high and then thrown in jail and then end up with some fucking asshole. I don't. So I think that it's okay to have. And some people live their whole lives like this. Mm -hmm. And I think if you need a moment to kind of let loose and try something out. 
try it out. This felt you like feel this that felt you like that. young people trying I stuff think out. The Selena Gomez character, I understand. I understand her feeling like maybe I should try to just cut loose and you know feel free and see what I kind of get out of it, mm-hmm. so to speak. Because Jesus isn't doing it. What I have a real problem with is the fact that this is a movie, and that it's only portraying people who are cool with all with that kind of overt desperate kind of sexuality and that there's no real power here i have a real problem with i have a real problem though like the 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 two it's desperate when brit and candy are in the bedroom with alien or al or whatever and he's kind of like coming on to them and they just fucking turn it on its ear and the next thing you know they're pointing guns at him and like because it really bothers me it really fucking bothers me when the only way that a woman can be shown as being powerful in the media is with her sex only the sex appeal can make someone powerful. It has to be a woman who is hot and sexy and wearing a fucking bikini who can turn shit around. That's the only way that she can actually be powerful. I don't think, I don't think that's, that's what the, the media message. is doing. Maybe in other media, but I feel like the message here is like, I don't know. So I read this quote by Roger Roper. He said, this is his review of the film. He writes, Corrine, it's Harmony Corrine, the guy who mm-hmm. made the movie, who I also wrote the movie, who is married to the girl who plays Cody, Rachel Corrine. And he also wrote Kids. I don't know if you've seen Kids. I haven't seen Kids I yet. tried. I couldn't. Yeah. It seems like it's pretty hard to watch. So Corrine's camera is nearly an intrusive weapon as he lingers over the soft, limber bodies of Vanessa Hudgens, Selena Gomez, Ashley Benson, and his wife, Rachel Corrine. I think that's sort of the point. When a pre-med student on spring break loses her top, drinks to the point of passing out, and grabs a willing lug nut... God, I love that. By the ears for six hours of anonymous fun. Is she setting the women's movement back 40 years or taking charge of her life like any man would do at that age? That's not what I got from this movie. I've gotten that from other movies. Mm -hmm. I've gotten that from other portrayals. That is not what I got from this movie. What I got from this movie was some kind of fucking fever dream of a man who wants women to just be in bikinis the entire time, but also be tough and strong and like like guns and shit. That was all I got out of this. So is this... Lindsay, is this a love story or is this a tragedy? Neither. It's just shit. That's what this is. <laughs> this was a fucking hour and a half of my life. Felt very Shakespearean to me. No. <laughs> Rival gangs. No. Used to be best friends. He falls in love. They're a thruple. This movie is shit. <laughs> it's shit. I, I laughed aloud the first time. I laughed a lot the second time I watched it. So many, just, and I feel like every single thing that happened, (laughs) the only reason that I ever, I didn't laugh because I was just (laughs) kind of uncomfortable. The only, the only reason I would have laughed is because it was so ridiculous. Down to every single part of it. What the fuck are they doing in their underwear all the time? (laughs) It's Florida. Spring break They weren't even, no, no, this before they went on spring break, they're like somersaulting down the hallway of a dorm in their fucking underwear. I felt like that was that's like stupid. That girls is why, being girls. No, that's my point about it being some dude's fucking fever dream. I have been a girl my whole life, and, and I have had friends who are girls my whole life. In the and I have never done. I've never like wrestled around with them in the hallway in my underwear. I have never once. <laughs> I have never once blown smoke into my friends' mouths in a sexy way while getting high. No, I have never done that shit. But but that's you. This is a different. That is, is also different, every other women. girl I have ever hung out with. I'm sorry. Are you? Did you do that? You're 19 years old. 
19 years old, were you like playing around with your friends in your underwear no, and just like, no. just like but casually sweeping, just... sweep, casually sweeping your fingers over their naked abdomen? No, but Lindsay, I'm not a fire sign. I'm a natural You earth think that's sign. what it is? I think all of these women are fucking Aquariuses and fucking I know some Aquarians. Maybe a Gemini thrown in for fun. But no, I guess like. I can see where being in your bikini the entire, you are in a bikini <laughs> all day, all night in a fucking jail cell even. It's gross. This you gross are gross. ripe as shit, first of all. Second of all, you're telling me like you're just going to be willing to, even even the girls who are obviously not right in the head, who are like, yeah, let's just go hang out with this obvious like fucktard of a gangbanger kind of guy. You he's go to this party. Sick, he's a rapper. He's an artist. He's not a Oh my god. If any dude who's obviously in his 30s has gold fucking teeth and tells you that he's a fucking artist, you run, child. You run. Look but at that's my also, shit. Look at my shit. I do Look understand at my shit. that I'm coming at it from the perspective of an older woman. However, I will also tell you that even at the very young age of whatever the fuck they are, 19, 20, 21, yeah. I would have looked at that guy and said... Thanks for paying for us. Now Bye. get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I know. Well, but they go to this party and they don't even say, "Hey, take me back to my hotel so I can put on some clean fucking underwear." <laughs> I just assume that is somebody who wrote that is obviously not beach, a woman. At the beach, you're just gonna go to one of the surf shops and just buy new shit. But they didn't. I mean, until they decided they needed like matchy swimsuits for killing. <laughs> <laughs> like they're. Uh, what is it you pull over your face? Your, like, ski mask? The ski mask? The pink ski mask right. with the unicorns? It was just... And that was, like... That was just so dumb, but kind of silly. I don't know. It, it it's, it's so... There is nothing in here at all that made me think that a woman or a girl had any influence <laughs> in the production of this film aside from appearing with her boobs out. <laughs> what part of this struck you as something that a true-to-life woman or girl... Would do other than, and I'm not talking about cutting loose during spring break because that's obviously not what this movie's about. It's a little bit about it, but then it goes. No matter how many times they fucking say the words "spring break forever," which almost made me turn it off after like the twelfth time. Just (laughs) that alone. The name of the movie is Spring Breakers, so they're gonna have to say. But obviously, it's not about real spring breakers unless you're talking selena gomez i would say she was probably a real spring breaker gotten way over her head and was like fuck that well even cotty got in way over her head because she got shot in the arm yeah she should have figured it out before then (laughs) oh right i love the um well i never went to spring break but if i could have gone and just shot guns in the air yelling scream spring break forever like i think i would have been yeah let's do it let's do it i'm a hundred percent aware of the fact that i am perhaps a special case in that this is not me like Again, i am saying an so earth sign Just i couldn't be further away from what you want to do i in life there are a handful of things that i'm good at and one of them at the top of it is judging others. Uh-huh. So I'm going to judge others just because that's what I do. I'm not saying again, just because I'm judging you for being a whore doesn't mean you shouldn't <laughs> be a whore because who gives a fuck what I think anyway? You go and right. do you. You go be a whore and I'm going to be like a stick in the mud over Right. There. I'm going to judge you for being a whore. I'm going to judge you for being too prudish too. Right. And you I'm gonna certainly, judge you. I've certainly judged you for being like, we were talking about this the other day, like, Lindsay always leaves early. Lindsay doesn't party. Yeah, she right. gets to. You get judged. Exactly. And 
yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna judge you no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. So do whatever the yeah. fuck you want, right? Uh, um, that being said, there are things about this movie aside <laughs> from the judging that I just don't understand. And part of it to me is um, I don't think again. I, I think I'm a hundred percent fine with violence in movies and TV if there's a reason for it, mm. and if the reason is to show you know how it affects the world or the reason is to dive in deep to the psychology behind it or the reason is just part of the story because it's a war story or Mm -hmm. you know something like that i'm not saying i'm not the kind of person who's like oh my god there are guns involved i can't watch this but when i see just a bunch of dumbasses shooting guns for no reason it just pisses me off and when i see it in a movie where people had to actually pay to see this shit (laughs) just makes me even more angry fun fact this was tarantino's favorite film of 2013 well he was probably first of all he's a fucking dude let us be clear i don't know if you're aware of that but tarantino has a dick and probably likes to use it what maybe he likes to use it while watching vanessa hudgens and walk around in her bikini for two hours i don't know could be but uh, he also would probably like to get high. And I think if you put those two things together, if you're a dude with a hard-on for young girls in bikinis and you're high at the moment, yeah, I can see how this would be your favorite movie. But I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. Um, a, I am not a dude. B, I was, at least last night, not high. <laughs> and C, uh, yeah, I never, you know, even coming at it from the other side of why maybe you would enjoy a movie like this, I never went on spring break, and I never cared to. And I'm not the kind of person who would have ever wanted to, like, shoot guns up in the air. And I would go on spring break <laughs> with you people, <laughs> and I would sit in the background while you shot guns up in the air and scream, spring break forever, and I would look at you and say, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> fuck are you doing it's, it's, even it's back a, then it's a philosophy of life spring break in this movie it's you know and franco and i think we're talking about like maximum hedonism right we got guns we got drugs we yeah. got girls like we're just it's spring break forever is his life i actually had the question of like what's his philosophy of life his philosophy of life is spring break. right but <laughs> when when you, you that that scene where he's talking to whoever the fuck the guy is who used to be his best friend and shit, it's Gucci Mane, but it's Big Arch is his name in the movie. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. So when he's talking to him, he was telling him like, just stick to your own shit and just you know take advantage of these spring breakers, like rob spring breakers, do right. that shit. So you can say his philosophy is spring break forever, but that's because he's benefiting from all of these mm-hmm. dumbass kids being dumbass kids. It, I. I he just happened to get caught off guard that these particular girls weren't quite as dumbass kids as he thought, mm-hmm. and they wanted a piece of his pie. I'm, well, he fell in love. Well, yeah, luckily he fell in love, fell with, in love with Yeah, They're, he's a gross person. Mm-hmm. He is a gross, gross person. That When he goes that to that correct. pool hall with the girls, and then Selena Gomez has her moment of, like, being really scared, and her name is Faith, right? Faith is scared, and she wants to go home, and then he takes her aside, and he... He threatens her. He tries to, you know, I don't even seduce her. Threatening He's her. kind of talking gross. to her in this really gross way and trying to convince her to stay. And, you know, good for her. She stuck to her guns and went home to grandma. Have you ever been spoken to like that by someone? The way that he was talking to them after in he that, pulled like, them out of the jail and was talking about, you know, who he is and how great he is and that mm-hmm. kind of shit. And then, yeah, at the, at the party, too, where he was just like, you're going to regret if you don't. Do-. Yeah, I've been talked to. 
Who? Who has said these things to you? Oh, people I don't necessarily know. I mean... Men? Yeah. Like, growing up more so in high school than college, because I didn't... Like, talking do- talking down to you in a way? It's, it's not just talking down. It's, um, like, trying to impress you, but not having the wherewithal to know okay. how to like do it. Like, in the park, and when then, he's saying, you girls on spring break. Exactly, You like doing yes. the cocaine. What other drugs are you doing? You're having fun. Right. Getting out... So, like, oh, you're bad, yeah. girl. Yeah, oh, you're real yeah. bad. Yeah, and then, and then if you do kind of push back, it's like, oh, well, you don't, you don't know, you don't really know, yeah. and you're gonna regret, you know, mm-hmm. not doing this. Yeah, but so he's, many fucking he's, people. He did that. So many fucking guys. Yeah, I've never. I think if anything, I would be alien. But maybe it's just I. I feel like I've been so old for so long that I. That's me now. I'm not. Like I don't mm. remember really being. Like, one time when I was assaulted, then... When you were assaulted? Yes. I was ass- I told you this. Like, there was a boy in fourth grade who, like, shoved me up against the wall and, like, tried to kiss me. And he was saying things like, I've dealt with little girls like you before. He, he, when he was a little boy. I'm he wasn't... So, in my mind, he wasn't little. I think he had been held back and he had these two older brothers who were, like, they looked like... They looked like the Lost Boys from the Lost Boys. Like, leather long hair like like are you it, talking about like from hook no and like the lost boys from like the oh, lost oh, boys. oh oh yeah they were vampires like the vampire gang yeah oh, okay that's what i remember when i think of them and that's how they they were fourth grade vampires they were scary scary dudes and like he was their little brother but he was he behaved like them uh, i gotcha that's the only time i can think that somebody like that somebody said something in that way to me mm-hmm. like i'm sure that i was a few times like i remember being really really drunk as a like a sophomore or junior in high school and one of the seniors like picked me up and set me on a counter and he was kind of talking you know what that's probably part of the reason why you don't remember as much because i never really drank that much so you when you're drunk and somebody talks to you like i don't pay attention i'm not i'm not thinking about the words under the words i'm just right you're just like yeah Yeah. you're just doing your thing whereas when you're sober and somebody's talking shit like that Mm -hmm. you're a hundred percent I know you're full of shit. This yeah. is so fucking ridiculous. So that's probably why I recognize it more. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I he's <laughs> It's everything he does is try he's trying to impress them, which I find really interesting because he comes across as he does have a lot of money and he has a lot of quote unquote power. He's a drug runner. He's, he's a fucking nobody. Running guns, but he's, he's a nobody. But he's, he's he like, has some money, but that dude is a fucking poser. Like nobody. So hard to. They're gonna find his body out there, and they're gonna be like, "Who the fuck is this white boy? How is he even involved with shit? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Move on." He's got you know that fancy Camaro with the alien light in the back window, and he's got a nice house. They call me alien because I'm out of this world. <laughs> I'm not from this planet. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and he's, but he just is trying so hard. He is, he's trying really hard to impress them. Look yeah. at my shit. Look at my, Look shit. my shit. I, I just love that. And that's why I'm saying I, I do think it was a good performance. I thought it was a great performance. And he's. It's just that there's nothing about that character I actually wanted him, to see. Him, like, sitting at the piano, it's like at sunset, and he's like, they're like, play something in The weird obsession with Britney Spears. Oh, I loved it. Horrifying. I loved it. Horrifying. <laughs> what did he, didn't he call her like the the greatest voice of Our, so, uh, something? Some I fucking don't know. nonsense. And then he starts singing every time, which is a great song. But then I love any time in a movie where there's like a montage and there's music played over the top of it that doesn't fit into what's actually being done. I love it. So they're playing this like sweet Britney Spears song over the top of them like, Robin just robbing the shit out of Spring Breakers. And Alien's such an idiot. He's not even wearing a mask. 
even though he was on a small stage. Oh, you call him an idiot? Because the first crime that these dickheads commit, these child girls, they're not even wearing gloves. I know. I'm looking at them, like, busting open these cash registers, and they're leaving fingerprints everywhere. At some point within the last, you know, the five minutes of this movie that was cut off at the end Mm -hmm. was the police from wherever the fuck they're from (laughs) finding them and arresting them for that thing that they did. And then finding him in, finding them in this vehicle that belongs to somebody who's clearly dead, who was killed (laughs) at the scene of this horrible (laughs) crime. And now those girls are on death row because guess what? It's fucking Florida, bitches. Oh my God. So you bitches are going down. I never went to spring break, but I've been to Mardi Gras in St. Louis. I feel like it's a similar experience, just colder. Oh. But a lot of, like, so ladies gross. showing their tits and people getting really wasted. And Mardi Gras was just... Such a... Just, you remember just the crowds of people where, like, we would... We got split up in the crowd. Like, we would go into this just huge mass of people, and it was just this crush of people, and you couldn't find your way out. You couldn't see out. How is that something that anybody wants to be a part of? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> It's just... The highlight, the only thing that I even fucking remember about Mardi Gras is almost getting into a fight and being mm-hmm. held back. Yeah. The only thing that would have made that day fun is if I would have, have been gotten able... a physical altercation. <laughs> yes. Having judged these young women for doing dumb shit. Correct. <laughs> and as I said, I am aware that I am not perfect. I just happen to be very good at judging others. And not necessarily super great at having the wherewithal to know what's right or wrong myself. Can you explain to me, though, what, like, I didn't, like, Selena Gomez, she's here, she's obviously a little Jesus-y, but she runs with these girls that are kind of wild, and she goes to spring break with them. I don't under, I didn't understand her character. Again, I think it was a terrible performance, and I just didn't. I don't think, I don't even say it was her performance. I would say that none of these girls had real characters at all which is another reason why i keep coming back to Mm, it was obviously written by a man you have three girls who are completely interchangeable Mm -hmm. there's no personality differences between these three girls all they want to do is run around in their underwear and have fun which apparently to them is also robbing people and whatever the fuck else and then you have this one girl who i guess is supposed to be kind of a moral compass for them maybe maybe i don't they i don't think she's their moral compass i think she's or she's supposed to represent like the normal person she's part of the group i don't know Uh, and so and then but her character the whole thing with her is so far the opposite where they put her in this weird like bizarre jesus group read but led by some affliction wearing i read that that val kilmer was gonna play that part but they must have sick. been shooting near his ranch, I guess. They got sick, and so they picked somebody else, but that would have been But it's so, wild. like, far gone and bizarre, and the yeah. girls she's talking to are like, oh my god, they're the devil. They're Those bad, other girls, yeah. Which you need to pray when you get there. You need to pray for them. Is not something that, We're gonna pray for you. you know, 90% of teenage girls would say, even if they are God-fearing churchgoers, because a lot of people go to church and love Jesus and aren't that whatever the fuck that is so it was like so far the opposite way that i yeah i didn't understand that character either like there was obviously some sort of naivete there because she doesn't see how bad her friends are and then when her friends do something bad that apparently she knows about she's just kind of like doe-eyed and dumb Mm -hmm. oh i guess that's a bad thing but thanks for bringing me along because this is a life-changing trip (laughs) so i I think it's just 
terribly drawn, yeah, one-sided, you know, some, one-dimensional characters. I feel like in the moment when the girls are in the pool together, and Selena Gomez, Faith is kind of saying, she doesn't want to go back. You know, it's so beautiful there. She doesn't want to go back to school. What is so beautiful? I didn't get that either. Like, you're in Florida. It's not like you went into the jungles or the... You're not in Hawaii. Yeah. You're not, like... But I think it's... it's It might not be about beauty so much as just, like, freedom. Like, they probably... It felt like she maybe felt a little bit trapped in school, and they got away. And maybe. it feels, you know, and it feels like, ah, we're out in the world, and it's fun. Like, we don't have to worry about school. We don't have to worry about parents. I gotta tell you, I never got the impression that the other three worried much about that other I stuff either. I don't think either. they were either, but Selena... Because they were yeah. seemed a little worried about it. They didn't seem it. very uh, into yeah. school. <laughs> um, it's interesting to me, too, that someone like her... Her friends are doing really mean, like not mean, but like bad stuff. And yeah. she's still hanging That's out what with her, them. The, the other, the Jesus freaks were like, they're like the devil. They're so bad. And she she's was like, like no. That bad. She said, she said they're sweet girls. <laughs> I remember her saying they're sweet yeah. girls because I was like, oh, okay. Even Maybe they are. They're just, I don't know. They're being dumb right now because they had just like been at parties and shit and just been uh-huh. being dumb. And then they fucking high. rob people. And I'm like, dude, they're not sweet girls. <laughs> well, and the other th- part of the movie I thought was interesting when it comes to their relation, the girl's relationship was when they were in that parking lot and they just got done singing that Britney Spears song and obviously they're all drunk or whatever. And um, they start doing the thing like, get on your knees, motherfucker, and like yelling at her and pointing their fake finger guns at her. And she just kind of stands there. Mm-hmm. She doesn't back off. She doesn't get on the ground. Mm-hmm. She just kind of stands there and she's like, you really did that? It's like she's processing it all. And yeah. I thought her reaction to it was kind of weird because... I gotta be real, if you got in my face with a fake finger gun, told me to get on my fucking knees, I would probably shove you out of my way, hit you. I'm sure you would have a similar reaction. I absolutely would. I wanted to jump in there and hit them then. Yeah. like, <laughs> But I don't think, I, like I said, I think there's there was supposed to be, again, I don't think it was a well-drawn character, but I think there was supposed to be a certain naivete there that mm-hmm. she wouldn't be the one. If she thinks it's okay for her friends to be violent so that they can have a fun trip, Yeah, I would say she is either a violent person herself or somebody who doesn't understand violence. Mm-hmm. And considering that we never see her be violent, violent at all I would imagine that she's the opposite then that she's yeah. probably who just somebody who's maybe she's been more sheltered she hasn't really been around it so I think she probably was just kind of in shock maybe when they told her they robbed whatever that place was well I don't even know what it was was it like a it diner was like a diner yeah so and maybe they when they said their, uh, and burned that really sweet El Camino yeah well heartbreaking I it's hard to call an really old I've always wanted an El Camino but regardless um yeah so maybe when they told her that they robbed this place she had a totally different impression or maybe she she thought it was like from the one movie she saw where a robbery happened where they just went in with like their fingers in their pockets and not even a real gun and just said like stick them up give me all your money and they did and they walked out where they were super fucking violent right right and then like burned the car anyway yeah. Which uh, doesn't fucking matter <laughs> if you leave your fucking fingerprints all over the place, you stupid fucking cunts. Yeah. And they uh, and they probably all got fingerprinted when they were small children because all of that's these true. All of us all of these white fucking bitches probably came from a really, you know, good upbringing I in middle America so. and so their parents took them to get fingerprinted so in case they ever went missing, they had their fingerprints on file because people like to steal pretty little white girls you're saying it's a conspiracy theory that they no i'm saying their prints are on file oh okay (laughs) i'm saying they were very obviously found out and they're idiots and Um, yeah 
so I guess I was wondering too if you thought if this story was realistic. No. So you don't think anything about this is realistic? No. You don't think the parties depicted are realistic? <laughs> I made a note even about no. Yes, some some of the spring break parties, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, sure. That's how it looks, for the, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, some of that was obviously real footage, too, just of, like, spring break. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying that that's not, I'm talking about the story. You don't think that there's someone living in St. Pete... Praying on spring breakers? Yeah. Like being alien. A fucking, yeah, being a fucking poser with drugs and guns and shit, even though he's super low level. Guy, yes, I think that that's true. But w- I'm talking about the perspective of the girls. Do I think it's realistic that, that those girls would have... That those random girls would wouldn't, have robbed a Wouldn't diner. have fucking gotten caught from that first robbery? Right. No, I don't okay. think that's realistic. So it... And the parties, the parties in the beginning, the note that I have there... The ones where they're like in like a dorm or an apartment right, or something. Correct. My note is, um, that's not what real stoner parties are like at all and i've never once breathed smoke into my friend's mouths Wait, and so then would so you like, like so to know what my very next note is stoner parties and it's like party party it's like a real, real party it's not just a bunch of people sitting around playing video games and getting high that's just a regular day for them but i've been to parties where yeah yeah people were doing that shit no yeah no where they're building bongs out of everything yeah. and playing like craps bullshit games and like actually oh, betting craps, cash money no, and, not the craps and no, no. No, and Not having that many people too. No, real stoners don't know that many people because they don't leave the fucking house. Oh, I definitely so, was at like I definitely was at a party where there were lots of fucking people. That's not a stoner party. But they were all my stoner friends. No, they just happened to go to that party. A well, real no, stoner it was party at their is, house. That they told me Leah because they knew me. They were like Leah, I'm gonna have a lot of people here tonight, and there are gonna be a lot of people doing a lot of drugs. Be cool. That's not a stoner party. That's a kid's party where <laughs> drugs appear. And drugs should appear at all kids' parties. <laughs> but most of the time, these but guys what they showed, weren't going to class. They were just sitting around and getting high. What they showed were stoners. Everybody was getting fucking high off of their own fancy little bomb. Do you know how hard? It, no. Lindsay, it's been so long since you've been with stoners. How old are you going to be this year? Shut up. Like, there's just decades of time. Maybe kids today are different. It is. But I think if that so, the younger generations are different than they used to be. It's just sad. They're more motivated, you know, to they're turn more things motivated. into bongs. They're yes. more motivated to turn yeah. things into bongs. They're watching their TikToks and their doing? YouTubes and they're turning they're, little baby dolls into bongs. turning babies into bongs. Yeah. All of them. Because that's the other thing that doesn't make any sense. You would pass that shit around. Why does everybody have a separate bong? That's not life. <laughs> That's not this, real. This podcast is just now Lindsay's lectures about what life really is supposed to look like. <laughs> what is life? Just ask me. <laughs> anyway. My next note, uh-huh. Leah. Uh-huh. You know what? I'm just going to read the whole chunk. Yeah, go for it. Okay. All of these notes were done within the first, I don't know, 20 minutes or so mm-hmm. of the movie because then I fucking gave up. Uh, as I had already said, the overt, overdone extreme sexuality just feels really desperate to me and therefore inherently gross and unattractive. Mm-hmm. That was in reference to Spring Break in general and the footage that was shown to us from okay. Spring Break in general. Um, that's not what real stoner parties are like at all, and I've never once free smoked into my friends' mouths. Again, some people's experiences, I'm sure, may decades vary. Decades of time between your experiences what? and decades? These. Fuck you. Decades. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't understand this shit at all. The fuck are they doing climbing the walls in their underwear? The fuck. Dumbass entitled bitches comes to mind. You didn't do anything wrong. You dumb cunt. You did literally everything wrong. (laughs) FYI, if someone says Scarface is the best movie, they are pure poser trash. 
And then Selena Gomez went home at some point, and I fucking yeah, gave she up. Did. She did go home. And then somebody got shot, then and Cotty he started. Got shot and then the he was like making up a song oh, about his poetry. Chicken was in a poetry. Like four little chickies. I love that. It was that. so fucking long. So, I didn't. I didn't mind it when it was like <laughs> just a couple of verses, and then it kept going on and on, and then it was like the eighteen hundredth Spring Breakers forever. And I just, if I ever meet James Franco, if I ever meet smack him, him in the face. Yes, I'm gonna smack him in the face, and I'm gonna do it for two reasons: one, the arc that he did on General Hospital that I still don't understand, and two, fucking Spring Breakers. And I'm gonna tell him, dude, I have seen such amazing stuff that you've been in, and I have seen such incredible shit that you have been in, and I absolutely applaud you for doing both of those things because yes. I think it's great. I think it's great that you can do pure crap and great and stuff. Great stuff. But I think this is great. Stuff. I feel like you have so much fun in life and i applaud you and congratulations but you need to be slapped <laughs> just for that <laughs> poem alone i feel like and again if i hear spring breakers forever <laughs> one more time in my life i just i cannot be held responsible for my actions i i do want to talk about james franco so he in this film when he shows up first you see him rapping like on a tiny I already hated him. Break. I already hate, you could already see that he was just <laughs> and <sighs> I guess the guy who was on stage with him with the dreadlocks is dangerous and that is a rap a local rapper like a, a rapper from Florida who they said Harmony Crane said he based this character off of him but then there was I guess a lawsuit from Riff Raff because he was saying that I don't care and let me explain to you why I don't care okay, because yeah. in my world of judgment in which I live uh-huh. Florida is fucking Florida, and I feel like this movie really drove that home. It did, but I I so enjoyed it. So I do think that there are, yeah, people who live in Florida like this, or in other places like this, and prey on the spring breakers or whatever. And I can't blame them for that. I mean, kids are coming with money, and then they're getting totally wasted. Like, yeah. So you see him on stage, and then you see him later on at the, the courthouse, I guess. And he decides he's going to bail these girls out, which is actually a pretty fucking smart move, honestly. Oh, I bet he did that shit all the time. Genius. I think, again, I think they Show just up, kind of... see what young girls are coming through. They slid in. Mm-hmm. He, I bet what he normally does is take these girls to that party and he whores them out. That's honestly what mm-hmm. I was thinking is he's yeah. going to pimp them the fuck yep. out. And instead he decided to take them home. Well, in this case, he fell in love. Mm-hmm. He met his match. Is Also, the twins. Oh, my God. Apparently those guys are fucking real. The ATL twins. And they really do date the same woman at the same time. Why? That's so gross. And I, I don't mean know. necessarily gross for them, because whatever, but, like, why would you get involved? They're fucking real. Them? When I read that they were real, I was like, shut the fuck up. I got so excited. Of course so, they're real. It takes all kinds of people. <laughs> like, they're real shit people. So, from that moment where he bails them out, it almost, the movie just feels like one long Jimmy Franco monologue. It's just him monologuing as alien like first he's condescending to them talking to them about you know like spring break and all this shit and then later on it's him like look at my shit look at my shit and then he sings them this song and then he's taking them to this club and getting in a fight with with somebody who used to be his best friend and then he's uh just having this weird threesome with them but it just feels like at, from that moment on it's just the movie is about him yeah and i think that was part of the reason 
<laughs> I shouldn't. I Y'all shouldn't my motherfucking say. soulmates. I think I think the whole movie was crap, but um, that's definitely something that didn't help for me. Was that just it, like, he just took center stage at that? Well, point. it's not even just that he took center stage. It's that the way it was done, where it's just constant nonsense. It was just constant nonsense for like a full hour. I know. <laughs> no, he like one of the first things he says when he's getting it is Camaro. He's like, "Come on, y'all, why act inspicious?" I was like, his accent like changed at different times too, which was so annoying. beautiful. I loved every minute of it. He looked amazing. I thought he had the perfect. What are you body. talking like, about? He was like a little bit, a little bit like, yeah, yeah. He looked. Really he was. Good. I mean, he was thicker but strong. I get oh, that. Yeah, You're talking yeah, about his body. Yeah, his body okay. looked really good. Yeah, but not like, the hair and the teeth and everything. The whole yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> everything else. I was obsessed. Uh, I the, don't understand. They are in the bedroom with him on the on the bed with the guns, and then like they start shoving him in his mouth, and then he starts blowing it. And I read that that was improvised. Like he was like, "Oh, alien would get turned on by this. I'm just gonna give the job a, uh, the gun a blowjob." I just didn't think it was as cool as I think you thought, and it maybe it's because was I was awesome, so awesome, and it just makes me. <sighs> I think it's it entertain. It's, to me, it's just like the the one of the most entertaining, entertaining things I've seen in a movie. Like I just, I'm just I'm, yes, thank you for this. Okay, it's so much fun. I had so much fun and I laughed. Okay, and I thought honestly, the first time I watched it, I didn't think too hard about it, but I do think the soundtrack is really good. Oh no. <laughs> I love it. I fucking hate the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. From the gecko. What's the first song they're playing in the very oh beginning? Oh my god. As I don't soon know. as it, it, yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. As soon as it started, I was like, oh fuck, I fucking hate this song. <laughs> but the the colors too, it was like kind of overexposed. Like yeah, I, I did like that. Neon colors. Yeah, especially the night shots. I did I like that. I love the night yeah. shots. Yes, with like the, the, those like neon suits mm-hmm. in that shot. Then, yeah, that, yes, was, that, was, that was very cool. I will like, give you that. I just, something about it that. It just really sticks with me. And the first time I saw it, it was very affecting. And I just, I didn't know what I would think about it this time around. And I liked it just as much. Maybe more. I would maybe put this in like my top 25 movies of all time. Oh favorites. God. Oh my God. It just hurts <laughs> to hear that. It's, I, I, you know, I know that you like a lot of shitty movies. Yeah. And some of those movies I'm into. And and I can appreciate that. I think again for me it's like this is this is kind of like snakes on a plane. No, man, it's been a long time since I've seen that. So here's the problem with snakes on a plane. It was sold to me as a campy sort of comedy. You know, like it's just pure ridiculousness. It's camp. Only I watched it, and none of it. It wasn't funny. Mm -hmm. Like there was nothing. Like I I get that there is kind of campiness, but it wasn't. You didn't, they didn't really play into it. It just mm-hmm. wasn't, it just didn't work. And I feel like I watched this movie and, like I said, it it felt like it should make me laugh because it's so ridiculous. But it didn't. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't call it, like, fun or or campy or anything because it took itself too seriously. But then I was thinking... Well, maybe I need to take it seriously, too, and just think about it from, like, their life perspective or something, you know, like, Mm. uh, so, as an example, Scarface, Scarface is a good movie. I'm not saying it's a shit movie. I'm saying that people who worship it Is that Say Hello to My Little Friend? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not saying, I'm saying that people who worship it are typically fucking posers. Um, 
they just want to be somebody like Scarface because they, they be think a it's cool. Right, because they think it's cool, but they're really not. Um, what was I, where was I going with that? So Scarface is actually, so Scarface can pull that off. It can take itself seriously even though it's not because it also is showing the dangers of that world. Isn't it like a well, true story too? Like cool. based on a true story? Uh, no. Very, like it, it's very loosely based on certain, I think a couple of different people. Okay. Um, but no, it's not really a true story. Okay. Yeah. So at first I was thinking, this has got to be like campy nonsense bullshit. It's going to make me laugh. It didn't make me laugh. It was taking itself really seriously. So I thought maybe I should take it seriously. And then I tried and I realized you can't fucking take it seriously either. And it's, it's on that line, but it feels like it doesn't know what it is. And therefore at the end, I don't know what the fuck I just watched. So either it's a hundred percent not for me because I'm just not getting it or it's a shitty movie and I'm leaning towards it's a shitty movie. And when I say leaning towards, I mean, that's what I'm going to say is that it's just a shitty movie because there is just too much wrong with it to, for it to really be. There are plenty of movies I've seen where I've said to myself, this just isn't for me, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine for what it is. I just don't get it. I'm pretty sure I got it and it's just crap. Do you want to guess what percentage it got on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't care what Rotten Tomatoes says anyway. Let's see. I would imagine it's probably higher because... 67% from the critics, 38% from the audience. 38%. So people do think it's crap. I think regular people think it's crap. Because it is. And (sighs) honestly, I think that critics all too often see something different. And I will give you that this is something different. And then they start thinking... And I think we've all gotten this, right? Like the fucking English patient. Oh, it's a miraculous film. It's so great and wonderful. Or what, what, what's, uh, fucks her face? Uh, Sofia Coppola. Mm-hmm. Critics love Sofia Coppola because she does something different. But what she does that's different is fucking boring. It's boring. Lost in Translation is boring as fuck. It's a bad movie, Leah. It's a bad movie. And just because some critics are telling me, well, it's different. And she did wonderful things with the fucking camera. Or there was a great performance from this person that doesn't make for a good movie. I, so I can I see like with you, yes. a critic watching I could see a critic watching this and going, James Franco's blowing it out of the park because he's making me super uncomfortable mm-hmm. and there are some great shots in it and therefore I'm thinking maybe this is beautiful and I shall give it a good review because I, I need to set myself apart from all the other critics out there and I can't think like a normal person. I have to talk down to normal people, which I is think what it feels like. The reason do why anyway. I like it so much is because it's wild it's fucking wild I, i'm all for like, wild i love getting fun. into i love getting into and i can see where you're coming from with there's a lot of really disturbing shit in here and it made you uncomfortable and i completely understand well, that and it's not just that i think there needs to be a purpose behind it so again if something disturbing, I, think, I love disturbing stuff happening in mm-hmm. movies if it is a teaching me something and i don't mean teaching me like a great lesson even it could just be teaching me about this character you know, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Or if it's maybe really funny, like very bad things mm-hmm. makes me laugh all the time. Right. But it's literally a movie about dudes killing a hooker. And this isn't some desert. kind of a dark comedy. And this right. isn't, yeah, this didn't right. make me laugh. And it also didn't teach me anything. And and I guess I hadn't really thought as much about the characters until we started talking about but them. But yeah, no, they're but some poorly drawn There are bad characters. Yeah. And honestly, that's what I look for in movies right. more often than not. Yeah. Like more than a story even, I need good characters. I guess. So. It's that it was well, that I saw, it was kind of like 
watching Border the first time. I didn't know what I was going to get. And I then can see that. I but went that on turned this, out to be a good movie. Right. But then I went on this wild fucking ride and I was like, what the fuck just happened? I like that feeling because too often anymore I watch stuff and, and I know what to expect and I know what's going to happen and there's mm-hmm. no surprise. Even with comedy movies, and I'd argue there haven't been a lot of great comedies that have been released in the last few years, which is a huge disappointment. Um, like Mike and I were talking about this the other day because he said he's trying to rank like three decades worth of yeah what, do you, like, what was the last really great comedy, comedy that i've seen yeah it's been a long time but we were talking about like like anger man and stepbrothers and bridesmaids and all these movies that came, came out in like the 2010s, the 2010s and in yeah. the 2000s that you know i we just don't see shit like that anymore think about the movies that have come like what did will ferrell do last year eurovision not a bad movie, but not a great, not great like, not great. I saw no. the other one he did with uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, and it was probably better than Eurovision. But that was but... a that was a remake of Force Majeure, right? Yeah. Yeah. And still not great. Yeah. But... So I guess, you know, it's, all that's to say, to see something that really surprises me, and that mm-hmm. gets me excited and makes me think, like, this is some weird fucking shit, and I like weird shit, and this felt weird. It ain't a great movie, but I really enjoyed it. And I would watch it again and again and again. I would not. I, I, w- I will not. Uh, I'm glad it's leaving Netflix. But, <laughs> but I do think that uh, in, in terms of the weird shit surprising you, I, I get that. I wasn't surprised. And I think part of the reason I wasn't surprised is because I figured out from the get-go that the point of this movie was going to be to shock me. They were going to try mm-hmm. to shock me. And... There's definitely a defiant, like an oppositional defiant part of me that when I can tell off the bat that you're trying, hard. yeah, I'm I'm kind of out. Um, and it worked. Like I like I said, I feel like they were trying to shock me from the beginning, and therefore I wasn't really. I'm not saying I wasn't surprised in that I saw stuff coming. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't surprised because, like, obviously you just want these characters to do whatever the fuck they want. So. Yeah, people are going to, like, die or get killed or do stupid shit, right. and then that happened. There's something, and I don't, I don't like the violence. Like, I don't I don't think Alien is a nice character, and I don't think those girls are great. Like, the, the you don't think th- those girls are great? Is no, that what you're about to no, say? they're not nice people. <laughs> oh, they're not sweet. They're not all. nice, no. And they don't need to be. Like, but, like, the stuff with Spring Break and everything, I felt like it was a pretty realistic portrayal of what fucking Spring Break looks like, and... I honestly, there was something to that. There was something in there about these young women. I think the majority of Spring... I don't think that it was a very realistic portrayal of what Spring Break looked like in their smaller parties. I think that would happen with some people, but I think what typically happens is you go out to the beaches and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff was going on, and then eventually you just kind of you're tired and you feel kind of sick and you run out of money, and then you just crash somewhere, hopefully at your own hotel, maybe at somebody else's. And you just kind of tool around being drunk. I don't uh, think most spring breakers are I'm not renting talking about mopeds I'm not, and like. Oh, I and think they are. Some people are sure, but then what happens is the kind of shit that happened when we were in Thailand. Also, where people <laughs> with well, that was drunk assholes, were old, drunk people. No, it doesn't matter. Drunk assholes rented mopeds, regardless. Or, yeah, but yeah. I mean, just the scene of them like having so much fun on the road at night on their mopeds. No, what really happens is they'll rent mopeds, but they'll still stick in the, within the same two mile radius and Maybe. barely even use them. Maybe I don't know because they're just getting wasted at the beach and then passing out somewhere. And I certainly haven't ever been to spring break, and I haven't been to it recently. And I've never been, but even recently, like it would be completely out of my understanding of what it looks like. But I don't know. Um, 
So I just think it was. I think it's like most things in life, mm-hmm. a um, romanticized. A little, version. yeah. But I guess there's something in there about these young women, and really all the women at Spring Break. Just like I'm gonna take the fucking life life by the horns, and I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want. I'm gonna do what I want with my body. I'm gonna party, and I'm not gonna be sorry about it. Like if I want to walk around fucking topless, I want to walk around topless and get wasted and fuck these guys. But there's so a difference it. between doing it for a week. Like most people probably do, mm-hmm. and the kind of shit they tried to feed me in this movie, which well, no, was this. This is like life change, even from the Selena Gomez character. It's like life changing. We're finding ourselves down here. <laughs> I that think kind that of that's, nonsense I, bullshit. When I you want to cut loose for a week, I get that. When I think about how she is saying that, and then later on, the girls at the end, those two girls, Candy and Britt, and what happens with them, I feel like it became a different movie when James Franco showed up. What the fuck, yeah, and turned well, into like a whole sure. other thing. But the whole Selena Gomez thing, all of that stuff where she's like, it's beautiful down here and I don't ever want to leave. I think there's just, it's the naivety and the, the, the kind of like, doesn't know anything about life yet. And this is her big like foray into real life. And it's not real but life. But it's not real it's life. It's not real <laughs> life. And so you're getting some of that too. Um, but yeah, it, <laughs> I fucking loved it. I laughed so hard. So, I guess I do have some questions for you. Oh, some good. questions for you. I'm for, ready. Because people got some STDs while they were at spring break. Um, if you were going to hold up a diner, what role would you take? Would you... Like, usually there's, like, the gun guy, the lookout. Oh, no. And then there's the driver, and then there's the person who's actually doing this stuff. Like, let, taking let the me, money. Let me be clear on a few things here. Okay. If I'm the driver... Okay. We're going to get lost. So you shouldn't be the driver. Got it. If I'm the lookout. Something's going to get missed. The min- no, no. I'm going to. No, I'm going to be on it. Nothing's going to get missed. But the minute I sense trouble, I'm just leaving. Mm. I'm not going to be tied down to this You're shit. In it for if yourself. I see a cop, I'm gone. So. And I'm not if, even going to tell you because what if he sees me walking away and then he's like, oh, did you just uh, call somebody or text somebody? So no, so, you're just. So if we're making a Fast and Furious <laughs> team. You can't be on it. I, I mean. I can be the, I can. I'll tell Tyrese not to call you. Look, I can commit the crime. (laughs) But if you want me to be the lookout, I'm looking out for myself. And if you want me to be the driver who may also be the lookout, I'm going to be looking out for myself. All right. And also, I may get us lost. Um, So yeah, I'm going to have to be in there. And I got to tell you, if things don't go my way, I might shoot you in the fucking head. Mm. So I better be the one in charge in there. Like you better be following my lead. (laughs) So you're going to be the one who walks in and says, everybody down, this is a stick up. I wouldn't say that, but yes. What would and you say? I'm going to make sure that everyone wears fucking gloves. <laughs> what would you say? What do you say to a room full of people when you're about to rob it? So I wouldn't go in like with fucking ski masks on and shit. And like hammering shit and yeah, screaming. Yeah, there's no reason to be so destructive. I agree. You I can you go need to remain in, calm. You re- remain calm. If you have a weapon, they're probably going to empty the register for you. That's what you came for. Get in and out. There's no reason to be so, so nasty to people. So you're more of like the, would you be the one who tries to like go into the bank and slip the teller a note and then get out without causing a ruckus? I mean, that wouldn't work, but yes, let's say that it were actually a viable option. Yes. So there's what they did. There's the bank teller thing that where you just slip them a note. And then there's like the beginning of Pulp Fiction in that diner. where Look, they... let me, let me put this into a good perspective. For okay. You. Narcos. I haven't seen it, but go on. Yes, I know. I don't understand you. Uh-huh. There is... Escobar, and then there's the Cali cartel. And Escobar 
wants the whatever the fuck he wants. He's very emotional. And, you know, if you piss him off, he's just going to fucking kill you. When you say Escobar, all I think is hippopotamus. Oh, yes. So who in their right mind would import hippos to have their own zoo, but somebody who just does whatever the fuck he wants, right? Exactly. Those hippos, by the way, are thriving. That's what I've read. Yes. They're apparently doing very well in Good Columbia. Good for them. Exactly. It's I'm great, glad something came out. It's a great space for them. Oh my God. It's beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Escobar, highly emotional, does whatever the fuck he wants, you piss him off, he just fucking kills you. And then what happens? He creates so much trouble that an entire war is brought down upon him. Meanwhile, the Cali Godfathers, they're just building up their empire. They're businessmen. They don't want all this violence because that brings attention. And as long as they can fly under the radar, they can get their shit done. Okay, they're criminals. <laughs> Eventually, they're obviously going to run out of options. They're going to end up in prison. I'm sure that they, uh, they definitely still killed people so when they needed Escobar to, for sure. So Escobar is alien, and the Cali people are the Gucci main big arch character. Who? The, the, the guy that um, ends up getting killed at the end. No, he was just the same as him. He was, oh, he was? He was I the same he as Alien. I thought he was telling Alien to, like, knock it off because he was, like... Oh, he was telling him that because he was, like, encroaching in his territory. Uh, oh, okay, I see. So they were both doing the same shit. Yeah, Go exactly. On. So neither of them is Callie. No. Callie are the people who are actually way, way, way up who were giving them the drugs and the guns and then mm-hmm. watching from above going, look at these little fucktards running around really being dipshits. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But the point is, is you stay under the radar, you can actually get your shit done. Mm-hmm. You don't cause a scene because that's going to get you caught. Do you understand, Leah? No, I do understand. You don't cause a scene. Don't I got it. Don't cause a scene. Okay. I would want to be the getaway driver. Would you? Yeah. Because? I like driving fast. Okay, that's interesting to me because you can't even drive without I having, drive first of all, without having some robotic well, woman tell you exactly where Lindsay, to go. I would practice my route. You would like pull over on the side of the road and go, wait, 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 she's telling me to, yes. to read no. you. No, <laughs> to read no, track. no. If you need a getaway driver, I'm your guy. Second of all, Leah, if you're driving that fast, you can't look over your shoulder. And you're always looking over look, your shoulder. Look, look, because I'm a saint. No, you just have but to be aware of where you fast, are. If you're driving that fast, you're just going to be going straight forward. That is not how roads work. That is how roads work. That is not how roads That's work. That's how roads work. Okay. Favorite Franco brother? So, I... Anymore, I feel like Dave. And I wouldn't have said that in the past. <sighs> I saw The Rental and I didn't like it. The Rental. It was the movie that he released in 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a scary movie. Uh, I didn't see it. Did you, was it boring? Was it? Yeah, it was boring. Hmm. I just, uh, I feel like he's cute and precious. I don't even mean like in a sexy, attractive like way. He's just very precious. From the, from but the, like, uh, uh, you're so hot days. What that's is, my, that's my Dave Franco. Yes. Yes. And then, um, Neighbors? Was that what it was? Yeah, Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, and, um, 21 Jump Street. Yes. <laughs> So I think there have been enough, just uh, a handful of things that he's done that yeah. just are so fucking precious and hilarious. I still think that Jimmy is cuter. I and I like that he go, like what you said. Like I, you, I like that he goes for it. It could yeah. be good, it could be bad, but he just goes for it. Like he did that as I lay dying. I can't even sit through that shit, and I love that story. Why couldn't you sit through it? I just can't. It's terrible. It's dark it's the way it was done with it was the very split screens and stuff brawling oh, no. i didn't love the split screens i, I hated agree. the split screens yeah i did not I, like that's, the split i screens. was like i can't watch this but there were elements of it that were um 
so easy to get lost in. That's, I think, what I liked about it. I was so excited. This is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy book to translate into a movie. Fair point. But... And I'm not saying it was great. I'm just saying there were things about it that I liked. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. I'd rather read the book. Did you see um, the one with uh, Brian Cranston? Uh, he was dating his daughter. I watched part of it. I actually like that. I mean, it's just a, you know, dumb comedy. Right. But it was fun. Yeah. And that was Jim. James. James. Jim. James. <laughs> Jim James. I mean, like, Jim, Jim James. Yim James. Um, yeah, and he did the 127 Hours movie, which I thought was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, End of the World. Um, oh, the End of the Fucking World. Yeah, what what the fuck is it called? It's the End of the Fucking World. It's, it doesn't no. have fucking in it. Oh, it doesn't? Is it just the end of the world? This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. Yes. Yeah, that was good. Oh, he was fun in that, playing like a really weird version of himself, which is probably <laughs> pretty close to the reality of the situation. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like to assume that the Michael Sarah character is in there really is Michael really Sarah is. That's my favorite. Ugh. <laughs> um, I this, probably don't need to ask this, but would you hook up with Alien? No. I told you, yeah, he would have, he, if he paid my bail, I'd be like, thanks, Bye. brah. Uh, so I'm going to go catch a bus or something now. I, I, I think I may even tell him that I would rather take my chances hitchhiking in this area <laughs> than get in a car than with you. Than get in a car with you? I don't think I would. I was thinking I might, but then I was like, diseases. So no. So many diseases. Ideal spring break locale. <laughs> so here's, here's, here's where I'm at with it. I would like to probably go to like an island, maybe like, mm. but off like an an American island situation. Like, I feel like Cancun would be nice though, maybe. Mm. I don't think I would want to go to Florida. Like maybe no. somewhere in South Carolina. I don't want to go anywhere where there are that many people, people, especially that many people being sweaty and grinding. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of that. Yeah. Um. I don't know where that would put me then. A cabin in the woods. <laughs> Ideal spring break locale. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a, my own private beach with just my friends. Yeah, I don't know. I, if I had to go to spring break, like real spring break, I'd probably want to go to Cancun. The problem with Cancun is you, you, like, you can't even really, I mean, they expect all of the Americans to, like, keep buying dope and shit. So they're basically sting operations in place. Like, you can't even really get oh. high. We went to... Um, I'd rather go somewhere off the beaten path. Yeah. In 2019, I went to Isla Mujeres, which was amazing and mm-hmm. quiet. Mm-hmm. There were, like, beach clubs that you could go to where you could, like, rent, like, a little cabana thing. Mm-hmm. And then there was a pool, but then you could go to the beach. And yeah, that sounds quiet, nice. And they had, like, people just come serving you drinks and stuff. That sounds great. It was really nice. And then... If that- I can have solitude and tequila... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And the island itself is easy to navigate. You just get, like, a scooter or a golf cart. And then, I mean, there were just beautiful places that we went to, and it was yeah. easy and quiet. And that was during spring break, but it wasn't wild. There were definitely some people, because we had, you had to take a ferry or a boat to the island from where, and I can't remember, we think we did fly into Cancun. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but I remember on the boat there being people that were like, what? I will say if my goal is to 
observe rather than experience mm-hmm. because I don't want to experience. I have no desire to experience that type of spring break. Like I said, I don't want to be around that many sweaty, nasty people. I just don't. But if I could go to just observe, so mm-hmm. I could be like in a high rise <laughs> outside of the beach, I would go to Florida because just I feel see. like that's the nastiest. <laughs> so that's where I'd want to uh, see, I guess. Yeah. I never really wanted to do that. I never no. wanted to go to spring break. It wasn't an interest for me. And even if I'd have had the money to do it, I don't think I would have. I mean, if I guess if I had friends who went, I might have wanted to go. But even, I don't, I don't know. even I mean, remember having friends who were going to go do stuff. Yeah, I, I would say the majority of my friends wouldn't have wanted to do that yeah. anyway. Um, but even if they did, I, I wouldn't have had a problem doing some kind of spring break. But that kind of spring break would not. Yeah. No. I'm such a homebody. I think it's. Like, I never really thought of myself that way because in college, like, I did like to drink and go to parties and stuff. But the reality is I am, like, if I have a job to do, like, I had a job and I would often work at that job over the summer. I would work at that job over spring break because campus would still be open and stuff. Like, I would just be like, well, I got to work. Like, and I I wouldn't be sad about it. Yeah, I don't know what I, other than I know one spring break I had my wisdom teeth removed. Oh, that sounds really awesome. But other than that, the other ones, I don't even remember what I did yeah I probably came home sometimes it might have yeah I, I don't mm. nah. yeah. nothing I probably just got excited about being able to like sleep in and not have to go to the class you know that's it I don't have anything else to say oh no more burning questions about whatever no, no more burning questions I oh mean, my god like which of the girls would you have been Leah yeah. which of the girls would I have been yeah probably Celine Gomez yeah. Minus the Jesus stuff. But that I definitely would have been, I definitely would have been like the first time, the, we got arrested, I'd have been like, bye, I'm out of here. I don't think you would have even gotten to the point where we could have gotten That's arrested. That's actually probably, I'd be yeah. like, guys, they're doing really hard drugs here, I need to leave. That's right, you would have seen those <laughs> twins and you would have been like, um, mm, I'm not going in a hotel room with them. <laughs> yeah, that would have been me. And I, again, certainly wouldn't have let them scream in my face, get on the ground, get on your knees, motherfucker. Right, and like, that happened no. pretty early on, We're too. not friends anymore. No. I honestly, if I had friends who told me that they robbed a diner. Yeah. And I believed them, I would not have gone to Florida with Right, them. right. Not only that, but the way that they greet her. They come into her dorm room and start screaming at but her I, to give them money. And I understand mm-hmm. that they're kind of joking, but they're also kind of cunts. Yeah. So, No. No. Not, they're not good. And you flipped off my roommate who was just telling you to shut the fuck up because you ran into her room <laughs> in the morning and started screaming at her. Why isn't the door Don't locked? be such a fucking bitch. How are they getting in the an unlocked door? I like, don't know. That's messed up. They're criminals. They probably picked the lock. So I knew you weren't going to like this. I just really Great. wanted you to watch it because I wanted to talk about it. And What did you think I was going to say? Oh, I absolutely knew you were going to hate everything about it. Oh, really? And then when you texted me the Nick Miller, like how uncomfortable you were thing... You got happy. You said, it was like Nick Miller going, I am so uncomfortable. Also, you just, you said, what the fuck are you making me watch? Why the fuck are these girls always in their underwear? It's just making me angry. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> that, I think, pretty much sums that it up. That sums it up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we actually. didn't even need to do a whole pod, like a podcast. Yeah. If we could have just. I could have just said that. Tweeted that or right. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so glad you watched it. <laughs> Thanks for the experience. Wee, it was fun. The movie virgins. Sprang break. Sprang break forever.
Hey people, this is Leah. Happy spring break. It's not really, it doesn't really feel like spring. It doesn't really feel like a break. We haven't really had a break um, for, for about a year now. But it's cool because there's some light at the end of the tunnel. So I hope everybody's staying safe. Thank you for listening. We have lots of episodes coming up um, in the hopper and we will be releasing them whenever I get around to it. Whenever I feel like it. I'm just do whatever. Just do whatever I feel right now. Whatever feels good. So, um, wherever you're listening, if you would subscribe, we would love it. If you would rate us and write us a review, that would be really cool too. We are on Twitter at Movie Virgins Pod if you're interested. We don't really tweet, so, you know, whatevs. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We hope you're being safe. Wear your masks. Get vaccinated. And we'll see you later. One last thing, the music in this episode was written and performed by Melissa Powers. Virgin's